You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I was asking uh, Rome, you know, when you're going through the high school recruiting process, everybody's asking you what school you're going to go to. And what was worse, that, or everybody asked him if he's coming back. What did he say? <laughs> he said they're pretty equitable. I asked him if you were recruiting him. Oh, yeah, man. He already know. I, I'm, just, I'm just not down there, their head, necks about it. You know, I, I just want them to make the best decision for their future, and he knows that. But he know I'd love to have him back. But, yeah, it's, it's almost the same. We got to find out how good of a recruiter you really are with him and Jalen. Yeah, man. Yeah, Rome knows I want him to come back. Yeah, um, he's a great guy. He's a great receiver, and he, he knows he'll have 1,000 yards again, you know, so maybe 15. <laughs> You say Rome? Rome could come back? Is that what you say? Hey, man, I hope so. <laughs> Do you know anybody on the Texas team, familiar with anybody on that coaching staff? Uh, yeah, a lot of the guys are familiar with that staff. I, I'm not. I don't know them. I don't. But there's a lot of guys on the team that are. You know, just when you look back to when you got here and then just taking a look at all the praises coming to you postseason, are you a little bit surprised of some of the stuff that's happening after the season? Surprised? Uh, I wouldn't say I'm surprised, you know. Um, for me, it's just, you know, it's just another day of, of, of being myself, you know, just another day just being able to be out here with my brothers, being able to contribute to this team. And, you know, right now we're focusing on winning a bowl game. So um, that, that's all it is for me, all the outside stuff. You know, I, I really don't get caught up into it. I'm not really distracted on social media and stuff like that. So half of the stuff I really don't see. So, um I'm good. I'm just chilling. When you uh, decided to come back, how did that happen? Just like that? I mean, did it just come to your head going, I'm going to do this, I'm going to go talk to that media team, and I've got this all going in my head? Or did somebody, did you consult with somebody at that point, or was it all you? No, so I talked to um, family, friends, uh, coaches, you know, other trusted support, you know, that that helped me with that decision. You know, obviously it was a tough decision, but, you know, once I knew the decision, I felt like there was no need to wait to um to say that I was coming back. So once I once I realized, okay, that's what I'm doing, I stuck with it. How did things change after that? How did things change? When you say, yeah, nothing changed. I'm, nothing's changed other than I'm coming back. You know, it's just everything's still the same. We're still practicing. You know, practice still the same. You know, I'm still going to work the same. Still going to continue to make sure, you know, um, I'm helping push this team to, to win a bowl game. Was it kind of fun being top secret there, though? I mean, you surprised your coach and all your teammates at that dinner. Uh, I wouldn't say it was fun being top secret with that decision. It was really a hard decision. It was tough, you know. There was a lot of thinking going on to it, you know. Um, but, yeah, just, just the way uh, I was able to tell the team it was a special moment. You know, when you've done this, you've kind of gone against the grain because somebody in your position, you're starting to appear in the first round of all the mock drafts and, and all of that, and people who know about you from the Heisman and, and have seen you on TV now in some big football games, you kind of did what most guys wouldn't do, and, and you know, because you had all this juice to, to go to the NFL if you wanted. Um, any thoughts about that? Did, yeah, I just told the decision that was best for my, for my future, what I felt was best. You know, it, 
My decision is different than everybody else's decision. Everybody has their own reasons, you know, maybe it's family stuff, you know, they want to take help their family, you know, but I feel like I'm in a good position to just be able to, um, you know, spend another year in college, another year to develop and continue to uh, elevate my game so that um, when this time next year comes around, I'll be ready. You working on Troy as well? I'm working on everybody. <laughs> Trying to keep this thing intact, man. Special group. So when you talk about coming back, did you just like what the uh, the DeBoer Grub coaching staff brought to you? I mean, did, did you feel like they really let your game kind of evolve? Yeah, for sure. You know, that's the reason I came here. I already knew they were going to do that. You know, because Coach DeBoer, he did it with me in 2019, you know, at Indiana. So, you know, I, I knew coming here, you know, I was definitely going to have an opportunity to do something special and uh, continue to elevate my game. So, yeah, they're continuing to do that. I didn't get a chance to talk to you after the Apple Cup, but I was down in the end zone, and when you caught that pass and ran it in for a touchdown, I swear I thought it was Jalen running it in. Tell me about the film review when you were watching that play, because I, I didn't think you could run like that. You really showed something on that one. That's something like film review. It's not, it's not like big on film review on um, that calling that play. It's just the look that we wanted. We didn't want pressure to that side of the field, you know, because it'll be hard for J-Mac to get the ball back over to me. So we would make sure we got the good look. And once we did, we just made it happen. But we had to see that side of you other than the run at Oregon. Do you yeah. think you showed some people something right then and there? Um, That's always been in me. I just ain't have to bring it out yet. <laughs> <laughs> but you did on that play. Yeah, I mean, I had to. It was all... It was just the execution was amazing, you know. It it almost was like how it was in practice, you know. But you know, one time, the first time we ran it, it wasn't good. But second time, we were able to get a good good run into it, you know. And coach felt confident about the play, and you know, I told him I was gonna score on it. So when it made it happen, I just got one more. Just if you had a chance to take a look at that Texas defense, yeah. Yeah, we we seen some of it. You know, they they look like a good group good group of guys. Um, you know, it's definitely going to be a big game, a good game for us, you know, to just continue to show, you know, um, our capabilities in this offense and, you know, being able to elevate. You're recruiting pitch to Jalen and Rome. Overheard you, overheard you talking about Rome in your interview earlier. Just kind of, what's your pitch been to them? Um, I'll wait till that's gone. Yeah, so uh, for as far as my pitch with them, you know, it's just I just tell those guys just make the best decision for their future. You know what they feel is best. You know, for me, it's not up to me to make that decision for them. You know, and obviously just being in that position as well. You know, I understand how much goes into it. You know, all the people, you know, around you trying to help you make that decision or you know trying to make that decision for you. You know, I, I don't want to be that guy. I want to I want to be the guy that's gonna you know that they know that they can look at me for support and know that I'm gonna support them no matter what decision that they make. And, you know, that's how it is. What was the feedback you got when you made, when you kind of looked into what could be at the next level? What was the feedback you got? Um, um, it was it was a lot of different stuff, you know. But for me, I, I just felt like it was just best best in my interest to come back. You know, it was it was a lot of different. You never know. It, it wasn't BS. It was just um, you just don't know. <laughs> You don't know. Mike, why won't you let Troy cut your hair? Man, I just, Troy knows, man. He's cut my hair before. I just don't get my hair cut like that. Uh, <laughs> during the what? season, during the season. Okay. No, I'm just saying, like, in general, like, during the season, I, I'm i just playing football. I ain't worried about no haircut. I ain't got to look cute for anybody. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. But I'm, I'm going to get one before the bowl game. He know <laughs> I talked to your parents. You went home. You didn't reach into the cookie jar and go for cookies. What changed? Why no cookies? Your parents said you still love cookies, and then when you went home, you said no cookies anymore. They told you that? Yeah, man, that's crazy. Yeah, that's true, though. I don't know. 
I just felt like I was gaining too much weight. Is it McKee part of that, or was that totally you? No, that was me. That was me. Yeah, I just felt like, you know, it was good for me to take that out of my diet. You know, I, I still eat it a little bit. It's just not as much as I used to. Like, I can't eat as much. I eat, like, one or two, and I'm like, oh, I don't even want this. <laughs> I like I got one more. I know you don't want to talk about NIL stuff, but as much as you've mentioned you love fishing, have you got any fishing companies reached out to you for sponsorship, or are you looking for an NIL deal with a fishing company? Oh, I'm not. No, I didn't hear anything. I'm not looking right now. It's, right now, I'm just focused on this bowl game. <laughs> yeah, but like if, the the NIL world, if a fishing company came out and said, why don't you endorse our fishing rod? It'll be it'll be something to look into, <laughs> for sure. It's something yeah. to look into. All right. Thanks, Mike. Yes, sir. Rome, are you getting tired of doing media interviews yet? No, no. It's always a good time when I get to talk to y'all. Uh, y'all have good questions, and it just gives me some insight on you know what, what the people want to know. And, and um, it's, just, it's fun. It's just a good time for me. I know when you're getting recruited, everybody's asking you the same thing, and I'm sure you get tired. What school are you going to go to? Are right. you tired yet of uh, are you going to come? Are you going to go? Is that getting old yet? <laughs> no, it's not getting old. I mean, people want to know. Um, it's, uh, it's, I'm glad, you know, so much is weighing on the, that decision that's shown me that you know I'm, I'm valued in this program and i appreciate that so um no it, it hasn't bothered me yet have you made a decision i have it right here right now <laughs> i have it i have it not yet not yet still to come what are some you, of the factors true um some of the factors um well michael Penix was a factor for sure um, is he recruiting you know you? having to come back you know i think mike wants to be back i think mike wants to be back but uh uh he, we, we've, we've chopped it up um you know, especially after he decided to come back, you know, I congratulate him and all that. So, so we, we've talked about it. Um, me, me, my family, my mom, my pops, uh, talk with them a lot uh, about it. Um, you know, the, the receiver class, you know, looking at, looking at the draft and, you know, who's going, who's not, um, you know, all, all those factors on, on where I would go if I did go. Um, you know, looking at the, the benefits of coming back and, you know, looking how can I improve my stock if I do to come, come back. So there's multiple factors, but some of, those are some of the few. Because most guys don't come back when they, when they have a sliver of a chance. Really? They go for it. Wow. I, yeah, I haven't seen the I haven't seen the um, – um, I haven't looked at – I feel like there's so many different examples, like – people can pull but um yeah i mean i've i've seen, definitely seen examples of people going i think that um you know people fear coming back um and not having success the same success again which is you know a reality for a lot of guys but for me um I, you know i don't i don't try and think that way uh, um but um but yeah i mean i look at a guy like chris olave too who um he was you know a popular receiver his his junior year and he ended up coming back and you know went uh, number two or number three right so if you did go into the nfl draft where do you think you would go? Where do I think I would Where go? Where do you think you would go if you were I would say, and I feel like I'm a first rounder, but um, I, I don't know where I would go. That's 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 perspective, right? You know, um, what the, what the scouts think I am, what where where I would fit in, who who needs receivers. So there's a lot of factors, but um, me, I, I would draft myself in the first round. <laughs> and just some of the feedback you're getting, if you did go, what are some of the things that you may be hearing that you would need to get better at? Um, I think just my strength, you know, I, I'm a third year guy, so I haven't had, you know, four, four, four hard years of, uh, you know, lifting and, and getting stronger and faster. So just developing my strength and my speed, um, you know, um, as, you know, it comes natural as you grow up, right? I'm still only 20 years old, so I'm, I'm a bit young. I had a follow-up question for you. They put you on defense at Oregon. How did that come about? I mean, did they ask you in the middle of the game or during the week? Or? <laughs> nah, we practiced that um, just because 
Um, we had our little uh, hoop session um, uh, fall camp when we all went and shot free throws, and I was I was dunking, and they seen that I had some hops, so they put me back there on um, some. Uh, uh, it's called a victory play, um, where we're, we're trying to bat a ball down if they throw a hail mary. So I'm just a guy that can can get up there. Are you comfortable with it? Yeah, yeah, you know, I was comfortable with it. I was in the huddle with them, with the boys, the D, the DBs. There was a cool photo of that, but um, you know, I've practiced it with them. They they have that confidence in me. I have that confidence in them. So I, I was comfortable. Have you offered your services to Hopkins? What's that? Have you offered your services to Mike Hopkins? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Um, um, nah, I'm, I'm sticking on the offensive side for now. <laughs> Sometimes, I know that this can be a grind getting this point of the season, but yeah. are you having that much fun or are you always happy? <laughs> I'm having a lot. I'm having a good time, I think. Um, uh, I try and look at, you know, all the things I can be grateful for. And where I am right now, there, there is so many things to look at. So, um, you know, the season is long, but when, when we're with my teammates and we're with, the, you know, the guys in this building and, and the people in this building, it, it just brings so much joy to my life that it, it's hard to not feel grateful for. I just have one more. Just... Have you had a chance to look at the Texas defense at all? I have, we have. Yeah, they've they've been playing, playing uh, good ball. They have some big boys um, in, in their down linemen. Um, you know, some pretty uh, lengthy DBs um, as well as some pretty uh, uh, elite uh, safeties as well. So they're they're a good team. I like one more. Do you know anybody on that team or familiar with anybody on that I coaching staff? Don't I don't I know Sharkeesian right was here before. Um, Oh, Will, Pl- Will Pliska, uh, the O-lineman. Um, I think he's over there right uh, right now, right? I didn't know that. Did you know that? Is he? You know what? I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised. There's a lot of dudes that went down there a year or two after. <laughs> I, thought, I thought he was. I thought he was. Um, so, I, yeah, I think so. So I think he's down there. That's all I know, though. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits. Turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, Chael? What's going on? Good, man. So obviously, I guess everyone wants to know with uh, Michael's decision, and you know, kind of surprising the heck out of all you guys yeah. on Sunday. Um, 
kind of how does that affect what maybe you and Rome and some of these other guys are thinking? Um, I mean, it definitely, you know, it definitely provides us that type of comfort to know that if we do come back, um, we'll have a quarterback. But, uh, I mean, I'm still thinking, you know, I'm still talking to my family. So, I mean, it's in the works. When, when you, before you even knew what Michael was going to do, what was kind of the, did you have a time frame in mind? Did you have certain things that you were really going to talk long and hard with the coaches and your family about? Um, nah, not really. It was more just how I feel and, you know, how, how this is all going to play out. And, uh, you know, this is home. I love Seattle. I love UW. So it's always in my back pocket. When you came to Washington, have you accomplished what you wanted to or do you still feel like there's more left for you to do? Uh, no, not yet. There's still a lot more left on the table. I feel like um, there's unfinished business. Is that kind of what's weighing on part of the decision, what to, what to come back for? 100%. 100%, yeah. What's left on the table for you, aside from um, the I mean, I feel like we got disrespected this year. I feel like I got disrespected this year. Um, I don't think I'm honorable mention. Um, you know, I think my talent and my play speaks for itself. But, um, yeah, I mean, I would love to come back and, you know, uh, earn that respect. When, when you see tweets like the Bolitnikoff Award put, you know, here's all the teams that had 1,000-yard rushers and you had right. Coach Grubb going, what about two? Right. And is there a sense that maybe you guys, you and Rome were so good that maybe you canceled each other out? Yeah, I mean, I could see that. Um, I mean, Rome, you know Rome, Rome crazy. He, he's t ah, he's a specimen. There's things he does to where it's just like, wow. But, um, you know, it's it, I, I can't let it phase me. I can't let it really throw me off. You know, it's just a award. So When it comes to the team goals, though, yeah, that's a yeah. nice problem to have. Right, 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 100%. Yeah. 100%. But in terms of, like, the you talk about honorable mention and those types of things, mm -hmm. you try to put your mind in the in – because the, it's the coaches that are deciding those mm -hmm. things. If you put yourself in the mind of a coach, what, what do you what do you think they must be thinking? Um, Probably have to limit the drops a little bit. Um, I feel like starting off at the beginning of the season, I was kind of in my head a little bit. Um, just men mentally-wise, it's always – uh, overthinking things, but as the season kept growing, and I earned my, I just recognized my role more, and I started getting used to slot and uh, just the passing windows and everything. I was more comfortable with myself. So. What do you think slot has done for you that maybe you weren't aware at the beginning of the year? Um, it's, it made me realize what kind of player I am. Uh, you know, coming from the outside to the inside, it's a whole different ball game, um, and uh, it's more free releases, more space to work with. So, I mean, I feel like I discovered a lot of you know quick twitch in me. Interesting. So. Also was curious, you guys haven't probably had a lot to look at with regard to Texas yet. I'm sure you'll probably start to really dig into that. Right. But what, what are your early impressions about that, especially did you get a chance to see Coach Sark and Coach uh, DeBoer in their com in their conversation? Uh, no, I didn't get to see it, but um, I've watched film. Um, the offense has watched film. Um, they're obviously a physical group, a uh, talented group. Um, but, you know, they have a lot of weaknesses in their defense that we could probably exploit. Yeah. And they've got guys that apparently, at least reportedly, are going to opt out as well. So does that give you more impetus to, to stick with what's going on and to stick with the team? And has there ever been any thought about whether you were going to play in this game or not? Uh, no, I'm playing this game 100%. Um, you know, there's no really no opting out. Uh, you know, I want this win. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thanks, Jim. Yeah. Troy Faltano. Like, like, kind of like a passion. I mean, just being able to help guys when they need it, like just getting haircuts. So, I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. But, yeah, I for sure want to open my own barbershop one day. You, it seems like you've done some pretty intricate stuff just seeing a couple of photos. Is there a cut or a guy who you're particularly proud of with something that you pulled off this year? Um, <laughs> shout out, I just want to shout out Dylan Morris. Dylan Morris uh, is, like, one of my guys that originally just let me practice on his head when I first got here, and, like, now I'm just – he's just, like, a regular. So, so shout out Demo. Appreciate him. I always tell him every time I cut him. But do, do you charge? 
Uh, no, I, that kind of just leave that up to them. I'm just like, whatever you feel like the haircut's worth, man, you just, just give me a couple bucks. But it's up to them. I don't, I don't charge anyone. If they pay, they pay. If they don't, they don't. And you say you cut for like 90% of the team. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. Uh, people are always getting on me. I'm like, man, I got class. I got to get out of here. And then we're finding, they're texting me, trying to find ways to get in the schedule and all types of stuff. But Mike never wants to get cut by me, though. It's crazy. Mike has another barber, even though I'm a barber here. It's crazy. I don't know why. Did you, did you get the like the legit trimmers and stuff? Like, did yeah, you get some, like, I've, actual... I've got the top of the notch equipment. I've over the past four years, I've spent a lot of money invested into that just because I know uh, the returns will come. So, hmm. yeah, that's cool. I just wanted to ask you. For yeah, a couple weeks now. So, uh, on the more serious note, I asked you this like three days ago, but still considering everything with next season. Yeah, uh, me and coach, me and the coaches and my family are still trying to work through that right now. I mean. There's, just, there's a lot of information to take in. I'm just making sure that I weigh out all my options before I make a, a set decision. So, thanks, Ray. When, when you see some of the stuff that's out there on the net in terms of some of the draft guys saying you, you're projected as a first-day guy or second-day guy or what have you, how much does that honestly mean to you right now, Troy? Um, honestly, when all that came, it, for me, it came out of nowhere. You know, uh, me and my family were very shocked and surprised just because it, there was a lot of uncertainty uh, just coming into the year. Some new coaching staff, you know, um, just where, where was I going to play, uh, just stuff like that. But, I mean, uh, it's all a blessing for me. Me and my family have kind of talked about it numerous times, and it, it's all just overwhelming. But at the same time, it's like it's a good problem to have. So, How much did you have to trust Coach Huff and the coaches that moving outside, staying outside was, was going to be in your best interest? What was that? Wait, in terms of just, just being outside and knowing that, you were not just oh. taking Jackson's spot, yeah, yeah. but you, but there was going to be some some difference in there. Mm -hmm. There was going to be a little movement in there, and, and you just had to kind of trust them and believe that they were doing yeah. the right thing for the team. Uh, yeah, I kind of already anticipated the move down a guard during the Stanford game, and then uh, the coaches texted me after the game and just told me um, they appreciate what I'm doing and like they just want to keep me at tackle. And from there, I just I mean I just took the job. Like, I, it doesn't matter. For me, it doesn't matter where I play. Yeah. For me, the, the biggest goal when I came to University of Washington was I want to get on the field as fast as possible. So regardless where that was, I mean, I, I'm here now playing left tackle, and I'm glad I'm playing left tackle. But uh, to anyone that wants to know, like, I'll play whatever position they, they, they let me. So Right. And, and in terms of all the talk about coming, going, whatever it may be, what you, the coach's family, what you end up deciding, was there ever any doubt of you playing in this game? Uh, in the in the bowl game? Oh man, no! I would never do that to my teammates. Even, I want to play in the game, man. I want, I'm trying to play Texas, man. It's it's for me. This is my first bowl game. I mean, other than the Vegas Bowl, my freshman year, but of course I didn't get to play in that game. But man, this is my first bowl game. There was no question at all. I would I would never do that to my teammates, my coaches, even my family. My family was booking tickets as soon as we found as soon as. You know, the team that lost, lost. So they were already figuring out what the situation was. No, there, there was no question at all. And, and in terms of Texas itself, how much have you seen on film? What have you seen of their defensive line so far? Um, I think this is probably one of the best defensive lines that we're, we're going to face. I mean, uh, just being totally honest, um, Coach, Coach K, I mean, I've seen, I've seen his defense before, but um, just because he was here when I was here as a freshman. But 
yeah, I mean, this is a good team we're going to play against. We, we got we to gotta come ready. We, we, we got to make sure we're, on our, we're crossing our T's, down our I's, making sure that we're on our game because I know they're going to bring it to have, have the coaches shown any of you guys the, the last time or maybe the only time that Washington played in the Alamo Bowl back mm -mm. in 2011? No, no, they did not. So they, they played Robert Griffin III, who won the oh, Heisman Trophy, uh, okay. and Baylor, and yeah. they lost 67-56. to 56. Oh, a shootout. <laughs> Could you see a 67-56 game? I mean, I can't speak for the defense, but I, I know we'll, we'll take care of we'll take care of stuff with, with nine back there. Yeah. So, yeah. Over, over, under, and how many points you think you could score? Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> say anything like that. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that we, we score a lot because that's what we've done up until now. Yeah. So we're just going to hope and continue to, to do so. Okay. So. Thanks. Sir. How important for you has it been to have Jackson Kirkland as a mentor, just because he's played basically all five positions except for center on the line? Just how much has he meant to you? I mean. That's my brother. I mean, I've said it countless times just because uh, he's kind of just took me under his wing as soon as I got here. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's a vet, he's a seasoned vet. He's, he's got a lot of time under his belt. NFL guy, I mean, I'm, I'm constantly trying to learn from him. After plays, he's coming to me like, oh, what did you see there? Or why didn't you do this? And I'm, just, I'm, I'm trying to give him my input and making sure that we're on the same page because if we're not, bad things can happen in the backfield, as you know. So. Mitchell, I was real curious also real quick about Dylan being kind of your guinea pig yeah. on this stuff. I, I've known Dylan since he was a sophomore in high school. I don't remember him having really long hair to begin with. Mm -hmm. He's always kind of run it pretty yeah. high and tight. Yeah. So how are you able to use him as a guinea pig knowing that there's not a lot of hair up there to begin with? So for me, the biggest struggle for me was, was uh, cutting straight hair, I guess, because it, it just wasn't my... It wasn't my, I wasn't very good at it. So he kind of let me kind of just experiment with his hair. I mean, I, I'm always giving him like, bro, you should do this with your hair. You should do that. Or he's like, no, nah, I want to do that. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, my mom told me I got to cut it this way. I'm like, all right, I'll do it. Right. So, I mean, shout out to him. I mean, he's, I always tell him, man, I appreciate Demo. I mean, just as a, as a client, but more as a brother, more as a brother. I mean, he's, 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 a, he's a great guy. So outside of Mike, who would be the, the biggest feather in your cap in terms of a client on the um, team? That you were like you were you were like for sure. There's no way he's gonna want to do it. And like, then all get of a sudden, cut? yeah. Um, I've cut Mike once, but Mike doesn't like coming back. So you gotta ask him that. But other than that, I mean, I don't. No one has ever not trusted me. You know, there, there's just guys that have always had guys that like barbers that they they go to all the time. Sure. So I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna disrespect them and and what they want. But man, that barber shop. I'm back there every day. So <laughs> I, I tell everyone who ever wants to get on the schedule, you let me know. So. And, and who's been the guy that you were surprised, like pleasantly surprised? That wanted that was to like, get a haircut? Well, not just that wanted to get a haircut, but was like really impressed with how you did. Um, Giles. Okay. Giles Jackson. Uh, Giles is a, is a weekly customer now. From from the beginning, I don't know if he trusted me just because um, he, he had a barber that he always got cut by. He never trusted anyone else. But after I cut him the first time, he, he, ever since then, ever since he got here, it's, it's every week. It's nice. every week. So, yeah. Thank you.